Let's get going with our conversation with Ben Winslow from Fox 13 is back to talk about the Great Salt Lake Collaborative and his coverage of the plight of the Great Salt Lake. Nick? Ben, how are you doing? Great. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for being here. Um, I've got a whole list here. It's like two or three, four pages long <laughs> of all the stories you've done. Again, you know, Fox and you are part of the collective, the Salt mm-hmm. Lake Collective. We've had a number of reporters on. But chatting with you now, one of the things I think you just did was you were part of this this trip to to Vegas. Right. To look at, you know... The dreaded grass and how to get rid of it. <laughs> the dreaded grass. <laughs> yeah. Not weed grass, just to be clear. <laughs> yes. Kentucky Blue. Kentucky well, that blue. might be a name in a store, too, so never mind. <laughs> Entirely possible. So this was a, a collaboration uh, among multiple organizations. So Great Solid Collaborative has dozens of partners, many media organizations, including KRCL and Fox 13. And who'd you go down to, to Vegas with? Paint a picture for us. I went down with uh, Eric Brown, who's a photographer at Fox 13, uh, Trent Nelson, a photographer for the Salt Lake Tribune, and Sherry Quinn, who is the news director of Utah Public Radio. And we wanted to take a look at... Uh, Las Vegas, the Las Vegas metro areas, um, I think I'm just going to put it delicately, very strict Uh water ordinances and landscaping laws, and whether or not that is a potential idea for Utah. Uh, And it it was it was something. Uh, Let me tell you, Uh, it they are. They're not messing around when it comes to uh, water uh, because Lake Mead is is declining and that's a big source of water for them. And um, if if water hits the gutter, it's considered wasted. They have officers who drive around through neighborhoods looking for water waste. Uh, the potential for fines is there, up to five thousand dollars. Wow, that's um, not cheap. Yeah, they 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 don't mess around on that. They they passed a new law this year. It will ban non-functional turf by twenty twenty six, and it's retroactive. Oh, really? So folks got to start looking well, around saying, yeah. I got to change this up. They also offer incentives, a lot more money and incentives to get rid of non-functional grass. And non-functional grass, so everybody knows, is the grass that it's like on your front yard. You don't really go out and use it. The only time you use it is when you mow it. It's just pretty <laughs> much ornamental. Um, and, and so they will pay you $3 a square foot ah. to get rid of it. So you do get money out of it. They also, the Southern Nevada Water Authority also contracts with a whole bunch of companies who will go in and tear out your lawn and they will replace it. You can replace it. We, we talked to one woman who decided to go for artificial turf because um, it's kind of like grass, but not really. And she likes it. Has it gotten better than what I it remember? Has. Okay. It has. It actually has. Um, and we talked to uh, the president of the company that was doing that. And uh, they actually do a lot of business up here in Utah now, too, as more and more people are kind of looking for alternatives. Uh, we, we talked to, we followed along, and it was like something out of cops. We followed <laughs> along these water waste investigators. With the water who, cops. Yeah, they just drive around the neighborhoods and look for waste. And as soon as they get out, they whip out their cell phones. They start videoing and documenting it. Uh, most of the time, their their fees and fines, they really don't do that. They, they you know, let people know education-wise, hey, you got this problem. You either need to fix it, fix your sprinkler system, because most people don't even know that their sprinklers are busted or something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, you fix it, or we can work with you. We can give you these resources. We'll have people come out and talk to you about ways to swap out your grass and do these things that are more water saving. And it's because they don't have any water. Yeah, they're, they're just out. And um, you know, and one another interesting thing is, I, I people always and we we thought this too. We thought like the Bellagio fountains were the poster child for water waste. Yeah, it's actually recycled water, uh-huh. and they recycle 
a lot of their indoor water. Almost all of their indoor water use is recycled. Um, the Bellagio, for example, does get like has its own aquifer system, but uh, all the casino industry accounts for like less than two percent of their water use. Wow, that's that's incredible. Whereas huh? our water use is. I think the biggest one. Did you report on this too? The alfalfa situation. I think it's on your list of stories. Yes, uh, agriculture is by far and away the biggest water user here in in Utah, followed by residential. I believe uh, when we break it down, um, and there, you know, there, that's being looked at right now. Of course, with paying a lot them of, not to grow it because yeah. it gets shipped mostly to China. Uh, paying to grow certain crops. I mean, alfalfa might be on that list of crops, but it is something the Department of Natural Resources locally has floated, is this idea of paying farmers to fallow crops. Uh, they're also looking at increasing, uh, in the upcoming legislative session, the amount of money that would be used to uh, get farmers to switch to water-saving hmm. technologies. Um, we did some of that this year, earlier. Yeah. And just expanding upon that. Oh, wow. The collaboration, though, Nick and Ben, is what is so much fun to see grow over the last year. To have stations or outlets or broadcast mediums that would otherwise be competing for the breaking story saying, hey, let's put a crew together that we can maximize across all the partners to share this news that we wouldn't otherwise be able to afford individually. Right. And huh. and it's really led to a lot of interesting results. For example, we would have never been able to go to Las Vegas, hmm. much less a number of us outlets to explore some of the things that they've been doing and whether those are potential solutions for the state of Utah. And that's what we've been looking at is these are things that other communities are considering. These are policy decisions they've made. These are um, issues or things that they've enacted, pros ordinances, and laws. Yeah. Yeah. And there's pros and cons. Um, you know, like we get into the artificial turf thing. Uh, my colleague, uh, Sherry, she had a really great story that came out of this, too, where she interviewed this professor with the this doctor with the Desert Research Institute about what types of things you should be replacing mm. your lawn with because not just gravel. Don't do gravel. <laughs> Actually, that's bad because you heat up a city really easily. And we talk about heat impacts and and and, and you can cook a city really quickly. Uh, but they did this research and they looked at different types of things. So uh, turf has benefits when it comes to cooling mm -hmm. areas. But if you did sort of a combination, what they call this oasis-style landscaping, where you have plants that are maybe more native to your area, but also trees yes. and things that, that can also contribute to cooling, they don't use more water, but they also can contribute to cooling a city. Because that's always the trade-off that I'm worried about as we talk about ripping strips, Nick, is the heat islands we create. And we know from our work with Tree Utah, gift for good, $8.33 a month, folks. Good, that, good pitch, that good pitch. a tree cools things, mm -hmm. right. every tree. So I wonder, you know, there's this marvelous, marvelous work you do, right? You're all together, the print, you know, some radio, your TV. How's that... How's that work out in terms of your actual coverage? I mean, TV moves pretty quickly compared to print, so there's some differences there. But I wonder, you know, you're not you're not competing anymore. You're working together to cover the water issue, but yet you still all kind of do it differently. We all do, and uh, particularly in this project, it was a little different in that um, we did have to write versions for television. Sherry did versions uh -huh. for radio. Uh we both also worked together and wrote versions for print. And because everybody has 
uh, different styles that you present things with. Mm -hmm. Um, I only have so much time. We did get, um, one of our pieces came in at like six minutes, 30 seconds. The other was five and a half minutes, which is (laughs) a lifetime in television news when you think about it. Um, but, and, and that's one thing Fox 13 is really good at is we, we do take a lot more time to present Mm. some of these stories than, than uh, a lot of your typical newscasts Half-hour can newscasts do. newscasts don't have it. Right. But it, it, it so it does yeah, give that opportunity. Longer. But everybody does have that, that format. Um, print go- has the ability to go a lot more in depth, particularly with, you know, the way that articles are published on the web. Um, you know, radio has the ability like this to have more mm-hmm. of a longer form conversation about things. So you have to kind of keep that in mind. We're also sharing a lot of the same information across multiple audiences. The audience that listens to KRCL may not necessarily be watching Fox 13 News. They may not be watching KSL or listening to KSL or they or Utah Public Radio or KUER. Utah it, Public Radio has a great northern Utah focus. But they reach that mm-hmm. audience, and you're, you're basically conveying a lot of the information yeah. across a, a wider area and reaching audiences so people can understand because the Great Salt Lake is a big body. Oh, yeah. And and this affects <laughs> a lot of people. Well, we have yeah. just a few more minutes with you. And I wanted to get a sneak peek of the legislative session coming up in January. Our part-time legislature meets for 45 days, about mid-January. What is it? The Monday after Martin Luther King Day? Something. Yeah, yeah. it's coming up. <laughs> it's coming up. You're seeing bills being filed. Uh, like you mentioned earlier, spending some more money and helping farmers make some transitions in how they grow food, how they use water, maybe not growing certain crops. I'm guessing that would have to sundown because we can't just pay farmers not to grow something in perpetuity. Right. And and then you have to factor in um, how water works. And that's still to be determined. <laughs> when you think about water rights, and it's a very, very complicated thing. Yeah. Um, and and uh, this idea of water banking, allowing people to uh, let water go into the Great Salt Lake, but not necessarily waiving their water rights. Um, I expect that what you'll see in the le- upcoming legislative session is a lot of discussion about spending a lot of money on water conservation measures, expanding what we have. Um, also, maybe some new programs. I think you'll see some bills dealing with uh, landscaping and turf, hmm. more of that, uh, expanding upon that. Um, there's a lot of money coming into cloud seeding. Oh, I want to ask about cloud seeding, but I also want to talk about a different kind of cloud seeding, and that's Heather Bruce. Bruce, excuse me. Thank you for calling in with your pledge. Heather uh, says, radioactive is the highlight of each weekday. Thank you for your commitment to music and activism and keeping us informed about what is happening in our community. Heather, spot on. Thank you. She also adds, my border colleagues Stella and Jackson (laughs) want to shout out to the Humane Society for their challenge grant. So folks, join Heather and the Humane Society of Utah and give us a call while we wrap up our conversation with Ben Winslow of Fox 13. The number is 801-359-9191 or can go online to krcl.org. So cloud seeding KRCL to keep us on the air. But Ben, cloud seeding, I mean, this is used to be something out of science fiction, but it's this now for real. We've been doing it for a number of years now um, in Utah, actually decades. And it is, uh, according to Utah State University climate scientists, this is a... Uh, a, a thing that works very well here. Um, it's the idea of putting silver iodide into the atmosphere. Um, a, a good way of just kind of describing it is you are squeezing a little more juice out of the lemon. It doesn't get a lot more precipitation. It doesn't generate storms on its own. But if you have a winter storm coming over, it might get upwards of maybe 10% more out of a storm. Okay. 
with and lake effect. That could year, be year and, round. This works. Uh, no, winter mostly. Okay, just checking. And, yeah, and so this is uh, something that they they do, uh, and the idea is the state and the state budgets about two hundred, two hundred fifty thousand, something like that, um, and they would go upwards of a million dollars to expand. You would put. The, the idea that DNR, Department of Natural Resources, is floating is putting more remote-controlled stations perhaps up in mountainous areas where it's needed more for snowpack and things like that, where people don't necessarily live, but, you know, you can use that. And just trying to juice up a storm just a little bit more. And so do you have to send up an airplane to, like, disperse this? To- you can do that, but there are these stations. We went up to a farm in Tremonton where uh, the farmer does it. Uh, on the side there and it's just a little propane burner that they let go for a little bit and it takes the chemical disperses it into the uh, atmosphere and the winds just carry it up into the clouds because that would be an irony right paying for a bunch of airplanes to fly around and burn fossil fuels to get yeah interesting i didn't know that you could do it from a solid from like on the ground with you know again you're burning a little propane for heat but not near as much as taking off with a bunch of airplanes. Ben, before we let you go and you get back to the TV station, what are you working on now? Um, Well, today, nothing Great Salt Lake yet. Um, But obviously, we're just going to be keeping an eye on the upcoming legislative session, what they're planning to do, because obviously the drought is not over, uh, what they're planning to do to help the Great Salt Lake uh, further, and, you know, what they're going to be spending, which is essentially your taxpayer dollars on to try to uh, help the Great Salt Lake. And, and again, this three pages of stories I've got here in front of me, we don't have time to go through all of them, but any of them that really jump out that you feel really good about, things you've covered about the lake? I feel like if people haven't seen the work that we did out of Las Vegas, definitely mm. go to greatsaltlakenews.org and uh, take a look at them because I think that uh, it's definitely worth uh, considering and seeing what we've done and, and, you know, just looking at what they're doing in that community and whether or not people feel like that's something that Utah ought to consider. Well, congratulations on uh, showing up again in the best of Utah with City Weekly. Congratulations to you as well. We're number two here at Radioactive, Nick Burns. And number one, KRCL. So uh, congratulations. And I hope to have you back. Thanks so much for coming down. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And by the way, that scarf is beautiful. You like it? Okay, so just $10 a month, folks. $120 one-time contribution for the KRCL winter scarf. We could use a little phone action. It's been a little quiet here. So 800-359-9191-KRCL.com. ORG. We're here. We're waiting. We're proud. Open up your wallet just a tad. It's a pledge. That's you right. can come and pay it later. You can put it on a card. You can become a sustainer. Make it eight bucks a month. That's about what a fancy coffee. There's a thousand ways to say thank you to your community radio station. And if you want a scarf, we'll say thank you back. 801-359-9191 online at krcl.org. Some more Bill Withers for you, Nick Burns. Oh, thank you. Do it good on KRCL. KRCL.